I saw a tweet today, and uh, to paraphrase it, it was like, I've learned, the lesson I've learned today is to not start my day with, with opening my phone. And in a very weird way, I'm sure a lot of people listening resonate with that because oftentimes opening your phone to start your day is often a way to set the intention for your day. You know, people who believe in manifestation or um, people who believe in as a man thinketh, so he does, that school of thought, you know, people who believe in these different schools of thought that strongly believe what you put into yourself um, what you put in is what you give out they would all agree that starting the day off with negative vibes negative news is a quick way to ruin the day now uh, a lot of people listening to this obviously you're part of the culture Welcome to another episode of Iron Voices. Um, it's the Culture Cast. I call it the Culture Cast because it's like I feel there's this unique ecosystem of culture that resonates among a lot of us in the world, especially black people. And it's important to have something that speaks directly to that culture. You know, with that being said, um, my fellow village people, my fellow culture people, sad to announce, sad to say that Davido, the very very famous musician and businessman from Nigeria, uh, lost his three year old yesterday. Um, the the three year old was, you know, f- drowned in the swimming pool. Oh, the futility of wealth and life sometimes, you know. Three-year-old, all the money in the world. Very powerful dad, very powerful uh, uh, grandparents. Because Davido's dad and brother, very powerful men. None of that could save the kid. It's a very messed up situation. So, big, big rest in peace to... If I and I, I pray sincerely the same way I pray for everybody who loses anyone. I pray that the family will find you know some. I, I pray that God will, will grant them peace, in understanding and in in and love, a lot of love in this period. Don't know how any of those prayers really help because that's not a small one. It's not a small one. You know, it's not it's not a favor you're asking for. It's not like oh God, I want uh, citizenship or oh God, I want a new car. I want a new job. Oh my wife or my husband is stressing me at home. Oh God, I need a change. None of that. It's saying God, give me the strength to continue the rest of my life without, you know. Without my 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 kid, it's messed up. So big con you know condolences to the family of Davido. Now, to those within the culture, especially those within the diaspora culture, you know in a very weird way we're all tapped in 
along the same lines within the same ecosystems. Obviously, you were catching up with the news of Davido's son's unfortunate passing. And a few minutes later, you definitely started seeing trends of takeoff from the Migos. And if you were like me, you saw you saw these headlines, you saw these uh, tweets start coming in and your heart sank again as if it couldn't sink any lower when you find you found we you know we all found out in our own ways that takeoff of the migos had passed away by being shot now when you you know rest in peace to take off but when you know the particulars of as as the day unfolded and you started to hear slowly the trickle down of the partic- of the specifics of what happened. You feel disgusted because it's it's such a it's such a stupid situation. So obviously, I will give my uh, uh, come on, fast, leave me alone. Obviously, I'll give my my listeners a breakdown without going to any gory detail. So, from reports that have been circulating, this is the story that has been most consistent. Because you know in situations like this, different stories come in. So, this has been the most consistent one. Offset and uh, Takeoff and Quavo are part of the trio trio of the Migos, uh, completed by Offset, who is married to Cardi B. Now, they broke up as a group a few months ago. So, Quavo and Takeoff split up with Offset. They were upset at Offset, you know. And the reason they split up is there's a lot of rumours. But the main rumour is that Quavo's ex-girlfriend, Offset had slept with her. So I think that's the main rumor that has been pushed, and anybody who's in the culture is, you know, keeping up. You know, Quavo and Takeoff had started their own group called Onk and Few, because Quavo is actually Takeoff's uncle, and so Takeoff is Quavo's nephew. Not really, but they're related. I don't know, it's weird the way they explain it. So they had decided to go at it by themselves. And they dropped an album recently, a few weeks ago. And in this album, there's a song which strongly hints at the rumor that they broke up because Offset slept with the ex-girlfriend of Quavo. So that was just to give you backstory for those who are interested but really don't know what the hell is going on or who these people are. So fast forward to yesterday. Quavo and Takeoff are in Houston. Houston is very popular or notorious, I would say, for uh, as a place where a lot of rappers go and die. Sounds messed up, but a lot of musicians, rappers, I won't say musicians because it's usually rappers. A lot of rappers have gone to Houston and didn't return. So it's a very dangerous place for, you know, whatever reasons. I don't live in America, so I don't know. But 
the story goes that they were hanging out with uh, Jay Prince, Jay Prince's son, Jazz Prince. I know there's so many names. Uh, if you're not aware of all these things, bear with me. I'll try my best to paint a clear picture. Jay Prince is an old school mobster and businessman, you know, in the US, who's from Houston. And historically, he his uh, the most the what you need to know is that his son jazz prince is the one who signed drake so his son is responsible for the whole drake mania and everything that came after that now quavo and takeoff were in houston celebrating jazz prince's birthday and while celebrating they post you know Post a few videos here and there, go to a few places. Then allegedly they start well not allegedly, they start, you know, playing a game of dice. Um game of dice. Dice in the US and in the UK, because I've seen people in school play it, is but in UK I think is with they play with one pound coins and it's called one up. So dice is a game very popular in the hoods in the the, the in the hoods in America. It's a gambling game. So imagine you have a pair of dice and basically, I'm going to butcher it, but I think whoever gets a higher number in the roll wins. So you have two dice in your hand, I have two. So we roll, if I roll five, if you combine both and you roll ten, if you combine both, then you win. So this game, as you can imagine, just that premise explains to you already how much of a addictive game this could be and so they were playing a big game of dice a lot of the rappers seem to like to play dice because they're from the hood and as uh, you know they play with the gangsters so they're playing the dice during the game Quavo is losing a lot of money it's rumored to be between seven thousand and seventeen thousand dollars he's losing mind you this is a millionaire um, but nobody likes to lose money. And then an argument ensues because he started getting upset and heated. The problem is everybody in the room is in a bowling alley. It's in a bowling alley. The problem is everybody in the bowling, all the people in that circle are kind of, they're, they're quite gangster. They are prideful people, for prideful men, you know, they have gang reputations to uphold. Now, a fight starts and one of Quavo's friends or something pulls out a gun and starts to shoot blindly. And in the process, he shoots takeoff. In the, he shoots takeoff. So I think, I'm not going to say where, because, you know, he shoots takeoff. Takeoff drops. You know, he's on the ground. The other side starts shooting in defense and somebody shoots takeoff again. And I believe that at this point is when, you know, Unfortunately, they lost him. Now, when you think about the fact that these are two millionaires at the height of their careers, it it, it is baffling to even understand why you would need to be in that situation at all. Or why you would need to be around people who their first thought in a situation like that is to shoot it's an unfortunate situation. So that's just bringing us up to date with 
happenings in the culture, the biggest ones. Now I have a final point to make. Well, I have a point to make about this. Social media is becoming poison. It's not becoming, and it's been it's been poison for a while, but it's increasing in its opportunity to be poisonous. And obviously, a lot of people are following Elon Musk, taking over, buying Twitter, and the ensuing vitriol. A lot of people on Twitter have expressed where they say, "Oh, so free speech is back now," and they say nasty things, whether racist things against black people, Jewish people, Asians. A lot of disgusting things. So the climate of Twitter at the moment is quite poisonous. But there's another problem that Twitter has, which I just will never wrap my head around. If you want to find anything, you go on Twitter. And I mean it. Like, trust me. If you want to, as a, as a, as a, as a young person who has grown up with the internet, if you want, if, if you hear somebody passed away, you hear somebody had an accident. You hear somebody released a sex tape. If you want to see it, the first place to go is Twitter. There's a reason for that. Twitter doesn't verify what videos are posted. It just allows you to post. Literally, it's easy. It's as posting in your WhatsApp, posting a video on WhatsApp to someone or a group chat is literally the same amount of stress as posting a video on Twitter. So on WhatsApp, the difference is obviously on WhatsApp, you're posting to one person or maybe a group chat, 50 people maybe if you're crazy, if you have a busy group chat like that. On Twitter, on the other hand, you're posting to potentially the whole world. Because once your your thing, especially if it's very disgusting and vile, once it takes uh, speed, it's... Destroy, it, it convinces it convinces people to obviously react to it because they want more people to see it. It's a sickness. When it happened during George Floyd, because it was very, very specific, it, it was being used for a very specific situation, a lot of people overlooked it. But there's no way in the world you can convince me that every human being on earth should have had the, and especially children, should have had the ability to see a grown man be choked out by somebody kneeling on his neck for nine minutes. It's gotten to the point where every single rapper who has passed away in the last few years from violent situation, their videos and minutes have been on Twitter. Minutes. And people share these videos, retweet them. It is very irresponsible. In the highest level of irresponsibility, for a platform of that magnitude to allow such a thing to happen constantly. For a young man of 28 to lose his life in such a way and immediately there's videos of this man bleeding out. For this to have happened consistently with two, three, four, five, tens, hundreds of different people and situations is disgusting. And... Straight up message to Mr. Elon Musk. If you believe that this is the app you want to create to be this freedom thing, fix this problem because it's poison. Young children, human beings should not be able to see so much suffering and violence and mass. 
nobody should have to see someone who a week ago they were watching on an interview see them sprawled out bleeding to death. If we can see it, the children can see it. Furthermore, to go back to the Davido topic, so many rumors were flying about this man's loss in such cl- in in a way that it spreads like it spreads like fire. Bad news has always been known to spread like fire, spread faster than good news. And believe me, this one was no different. But my gripe here is why should so many people have this the ability to just tweet out rumors, whether true or false, about somebody's tragic situation? Why should so many blogs, before family even sends a post out, start saying, we confirm that if, if I has been lost, what kind of poisonous world are we creating for ourselves if we continue to allow such things to happen? Anyone can just go on there and say their opinions on things that are not fact or based or verified. And there's no consequences. It's far past the period of saying, think about their families, think about... Because most people are now so desensitized, they don't even think about anyone else but themselves. But we have to be able to do a damn better job. Twitter has to be able to do a better job. A lot of people love these people. Some of us, some of you might not understand how somebody could love human beings so much. But like it or not, a lot of people love these people. A lot of these people's music has stopped so many people from killing themselves. It has stopped so many people from breaking off a marriage that was that they did that when they were just trying to be selfish. It has stopped so many people. Is is elevated so many people. So many of the important people in the world you see today, they were sitting in their room one day, figuring it out, trying to figure it out. But they had that song in the background. They had that artist in the background. They had this artist. I, I, there's too many to say names. But they had someone. They had someone in their ears. Giving them motivation. Giving them catharsis when they were going through a break, heartbreak. Or a, or a dark period in their lives. Giving them respite. So there's a reason why people are so obsessed with these people. And I believe everybody deserves the human decency to, one, not have their corpse displayed on social media like that. And two, not have their their unfortunate news, even if it's good news, until they break it, they have the right to break it, after which is fair game. But to continue to use these people like this, You might think, oh, it's just famous people. But it's not just famous people because we all know what conditioning is. You condition your mind enough to believe. All right, bet. Perfect example. You don't like a certain fruit. If every single day, somebody who you really love gives you that fruit. Like a slice of the fruit. Not that whole fruit, just a slice. You might, your brain, you know how, based on how the brain works, you might start to relate 
that fruit with love. And now you love the fruit. If you if you if you practice that exact same uh, action of taking that fruit every single day, you practice this for ten years. You're gonna love that fruit in ten less than ten years, because your mind is being conditioned to a point where you have now associated that fruit with love. In the same way, when you keep being comfortable, allowing all this madness to be posted. When you keep allowing the human mind to see violence, we're being desensitized to this. So that the day we the, the days where we need to stand up and be focused, the days where we don't need to see all that, we just need to give people privacy. Even when it's a normal person, you will not want to give them that privacy because you are used to everything being out in the open. I don't know what's going on with us, but Something, I don't know. There's no moral to any story today because, I don't know, what is the moral to the story? Everybody move in peace and in peace, with my peace, may peace move with you and in you. This has been another episode of Iron Voices. Thank you for listening. Our inner voices. Our inner voices.